0: Welcome to the Universal Laws with Christy Sturtevant, where we discuss energy in relation to the Universal Laws, human design, ancient mythology, and whatever else is going on in my life energetically. I'm your host, Christy Sturtevant, and you can find full show notes at www.christysturtevant.com. Thanks for joining me, and let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back to the podcast. If you're a new listener, thanks so much for stopping by. And if you're a returning listener, thank you so much for coming back. I really appreciate it. Today, I'm going to talk about something a little different, a little bit of outside of the universal laws, but not too, too much. So bear with me. A couple of years ago, I stumbled across this YouTube channel called Jessica and the Moon and she is this lady from Wales. She has an amazing accent and she is she's a witch and she is an astrologer and she has like a whole community of everything but I actually came across her because she um she does bullet journaling videos which I find very fascinating to watch even though I don't bullet journal but anyway that's another that's another story. I came across her and I think that she has a really interesting and unique unique take on astrology and feminine energy and all kinds of other things. And I I just love listening to her accent. So I followed her. And let's see, about, I guess probably maybe September or October of last year, maybe even a little bit later, she Posted this video, or I found this video, I'm not really sure, and it was talking about astrology time lords. And it was a concept that I had never heard about, but I was very intrigued by. And basically, she said that it was if you looked at your natal chart and you did something that I didn't quite understand and lined up everything a certain way, you could tell by your age, what what sign your sun is in i believe and you'll have to go to her channel and watch the video i'll link it in the show notes but it basically is looking at your sun of the year when your solar return comes like around your birthday and depending on what sign the sun is for that upcoming year that sign will coincide with the planet and that planet is your time lord for the year. And I probably did not explain that very eloquently because I'm not an astrologist, but I do find astrology way 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 fascinating and I definitely think that there is something to it, but it is something that has historically caused me a slight bit of anxiety because there's way too much going on for me to understand. So I had my natal chart read a couple years ago and super fascinating, totally spot on. And I and I always kind of thought astrology was very spot on in a lot of ways. But after I had my natal chart reading, I was like, oh, yes, awesome. Perfect. This is exactly right for me. But then when I started diving into it and I worked with an astrologer and she was telling me all the things that were going on my chart, it, it kind of really started getting very confusing because there's just a lot going on out there. I mean, you have nine planets and then you have Chiron, which is like an asteroid, and then you have... Lilith, which I'm not even sure. And then those planets are in signs and then you have houses and all of these things mean very different things. And then don't forget the moon. The moon is always going through its phases and there's energy that you can tap into there. And then when things are conjunct or squared or whatnot, it just... It was something that was very, very fascinating. But after I listened to it for about 10 minutes, I think my eyes kind of tended to glaze over because even though my brain can handle massive amounts of information, it takes me a really long time to digest things and integrate them into my body so that I can really like sit with them and understand them. So when things move so fast in the sky and they're going retrograde, it kind of throws me off my game. When I found this video from Jessica in the Moon, and she talked about how she was working with her Time Lord for her, like, I don't know, 40 something year, we're roughly around the same age. I was like, oh, yes, this is for me. This is something that I can really look at, contemplate, dive into, play around with, and really focus on for one whole year, and then reflect on as I move into the next year. So if you are interested in this, again, look at my show notes at www.christysturdivant.com. Look in this episode's show notes, and I will link this video to her her page. And she also has this nice um, chart that you can print out, and it tells you all of the planets and their corresponding Um, signs and then it has this like little wheel that you can set up for your natal and it has your age so you can see exactly what age you're at at the moment and what sign it's pointing to and then you can look at your time lord on the chart it's very complex something that i don't think i would probably have the brain power to do at this point in time with my life but i'm very grateful that she did it because it has really given me a whole new perspective on everything Last year, for my, I'm just going to say it, my 43rd year around the sun, my time lord was Saturn. And I really like Saturn in general. I mean, it was my favorite planet growing up because of the rings, obviously, right? It was so, so cool when you were looking at it compared to all the other planets without rings. But Saturn was my time lord, and when I'm looking at planets, and when I first started kind of diving into astrology a little bit, I always associated it with the gods that it was based on, the Greek gods, because that's kind of when astrology, at least astrology we know it, started. And so Saturn was actually a titan of time and agriculture. And so in my mind, he was always like, he was about structure. He was about discipline. He was about cycles. He was about kind of, he was about the land. And so when I found out that he was my time lord for the year, I thought immediately, of course, this is the year that I get really in touch with my body. Interestingly enough, when I looked back at this chart, Saturn was my time lord the year before and I also got into my body the year before but in a very very different way so my 42nd turn around the moon Saturn was my time lord I believe and that was the year that I had all kinds of medical issues like I I had a skin cancer place that had to have a very long surgery to take have it taken care of and then I had I tore something in my left knee. And then when they went to fix that, they're like, oh, you should get that right one replaced. (laughs) So I had my right knee replaced. And it was just like, it was a very good year and a year full of lessons. And I don't really focus too much on my health problems, but it was really interesting that Saturn was my time lord both of those years. And I had two very different years with Saturn. So we're going to focus on my 43rd year. Okay, so... My 43rd year, I find out that Saturn is my time lord. I have just gotten past my knee replacement surgery. And when I found out that Saturn was my guy for the year, he was, I was like, okay, this is it. I'm getting into my body. I am going to be consistent in working at my body, doing my physical therapy, really getting in tune with that because, um, Saturn is also about time. I really tried to kind of live my life in the present moment. I really tried to take each day moment by moment and kind of really examine what was going around on around me and in my body and what things were coming up around me and how I felt about them and also about kind of things that I wanted to change structurally, I guess you could say. So I wanted to find habits that I wanted to put into place and be more consistent about. So I wanted to do that with my PT, which evolved into like a yoga stretching thing that I was doing every single day. And now it's turned into like a walking type thing that I'm doing every single day. And then I found that, you know, I wanted to find other little things in my life that I could could be consistent with. And so a couple of months ago I did a podcast about the law of perpetual transmutation and consistency. And I talked about my Duolingo streak that had started um my previous Saturn year and how well that was going and how that had really built up my integrity. Which leads me into another thing about this Time Lord thing that Jessica and the Moon did is she she tells you who your Time Lord in or who your Time Lord is that year, and what house that Time Lord is sitting in, I guess, for lack of a better way of saying it. And so my house for my 43rd year was the Eighth House, which is historically about intimacy and kind of feelings and kind of what I need to focus on. And when I... Looked at everything that was going around and everything. I really started focusing human design wise on my G center. So my your G center in human design is kind of it's who you are, your identity center. And I have a defined G center, so I kind of really know who I am. Like I have a very consistent. Idea of who I am and what I do as a person. I'm not really reflecting anyone else's energy. I can do something and be like, oh yeah, that's totally a Christy thing to do. But I kind of also wanted to this past year, look around and say, okay, this is what Christy usually does. But you know what, that's not really working for me anymore. I want to start shifting some patterns about myself can historically i have always been someone who has started something and then not continued with it and so one of the things that i wanted to do was i really wanted to lean into saturn and say okay i'm going to start being more in tune and integrity with myself and i'm going to start something and then i'm going to consistently do that so i started building new habits i started kind of Reprogramming certain aspects of my life that I just wasn't really, you know, vibing with anymore, as one does when we're older. And so it was a really interesting year for me. And I really feel like I learned a lot and I was really able to kind of tune into myself and really intensify. My energetic output to those people around me. Here's another thing that's really interesting. So I have been married now for uh, 20 something years. And I think throughout my entire marriage and up until just very recently, I've always kind of thought of my husband's energy as kind of the central point of the household. You know, he He has a very masculine energy and I have a very feminine energy. We are very balanced for most things and everything. And so I kind of usually just took a step back and let him, you know, make the major decisions after discussing with me. But I always trusted his gut and I always just kind of assumed that he was... I guess the sun of our house and my children and I were just like planets gravitating around his moods. You know, if he was cranky, then oh, we were all cranky. And if he was super happy, then we were all super happy and his mood really affected everything. And that's always very hard to, you know, have someone who has such a strong energetic presence like that. But this year really tuning into my Time Lord of Saturn, I was really able to, I guess, get enough into my body to really settle into my energy. And I don't want to say block out his energy, but it was almost like my energy became so tight in such a high vibration that the frequency of it just kind of offset his mood and so it's almost like i am the energetic presence of the house i am it's a, it's as if i have stepped into that true feminine aspect where in a house you usually think of i guess it being like the feminine energy or energetic domain and I had a very strong presence in the home, but I feel this past year I have really stepped into that role of, I don't want to say matriarch, because I don't really want that title matriarch, but it feels like a very matriarch energy, right? Like I am the one who provides support for my family and my energy is the one that can ramp everyone up or can calm everyone down. And my intuition is, you know, subtly guiding everyone throughout their day and kind of subtly calming people's energies down if they need it or helping motivate them. It's a very, I, I don't know, it's it's a hard thing to describe, but it it feels really good to finally step into this energy that I maybe have been looking for my entire life, but I didn't even realize it. So... 43rd year with Saturn as my Time Lord in the 8th house, focusing specifically on my G-Center, has been really, really good. So in September, I had my 44th birthday. I'm just sharing everything with you guys. No big deal. I had my 44th birthday in September. And so one of the first things I thought was, oh, guess what? It's time to find out who my Time Lord is for this year. So I I dug out my chart from Jessica in Wales, who I just think is so, so lovely. She's so great. And I discovered that this year, my son is in the ninth house in the sign of Pisces. And Pisces planet is Jupiter. I think it's actually Jupiter or Neptune, but we're going to say Jupiter because Jupiter's big and overpowers everybody. Super fun. And so Jupiter, I had to first dive in. What do I know about Jupiter? Jupiter is the Roman aspect of the Greek god Zeus. He is considered the king of the gods. He is one of the most powerful allies you can have or most unfortunate enemies you can have. In his energy as a planet, kind of feels like that too. It feels very big. It feels very fortunate or unfortunate, depending on what the circumstances are. And it feels very expansive, right? Jupiter is the biggest planet in our solar system. And the energy is just, it expands everything. And it feels very limitless, but it can also feel very, very overwhelming. In September this year, before, I think it's before, I know know it was before my birthday, but I'm not really sure, like, astrologically, when my solar turn happened, nor do I really care that much. I know it was around that time, and that's okay with me, but I know that early September, I was feeling very, very antsy. I was feeling very, Virgoy, I guess you could say. Um, August and early September is Virgo season, and Virgo is a very like it's a it's a very anxious and excited and intensified like do 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 energy. That's when school starts back up. Everything is moving back to a routine after summer, at least you know in most parts of the world and. It feels very, it's like harvest season, right? You have this energy to go out and make sure all your plants are doing well and are ready for harvest so that you can go out and have enough food for the winter. That feels very Virgo-y for me. And so this year around Virgo season, I was feeling very um, more intense about everything, I guess you could say, than normal. Things were popping up, opportunities were coming up, and Plans were being made, and uh, you know, school was kind of starting to set in, and it was—it was just a lot. And I kind of blamed it on Virgo. <laughs> Sorry, Virgo, I just did. And now that I look back at it, and I have that hindsight, I think Jupiter was starting to come in, and I was starting to turn from Saturn to Jupiter because Jupiter presents us with all of these opportunities for expansion whether we like it or not or whether it's on the right path or not it's just opportunity 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 and so it felt like that's what was happening it felt like all kinds of good things were coming in that I have been kind of manifesting um, at a low-key level for a while but they were all coming in at the same time and so it was feeling very suffocating. And it was really intense. And I didn't super enjoy it. But once I realized that it was a Jupiter energy, I was like, Oh, okay, awesome. You know, let's, let's harness this energy, see if we can move it to opportunities that we don't want, which is where my sacral center came in, because you know, I got to bring it back to human design. So as a generator, with a defined sacral center, I really have to um, lean into that response because that's what generators are here to do. We are here to respond. We are not here to initiate. We are not here to take over and make plans. We are here to respond and then master. And that feels very Saturn too. I feel like Saturn was preparing me for this because as Jupiter was coming in and it was like, oh, hey, look at you. It's time to throw you some stuff. You want opportunities? You want to have experiences? Fun, fun, fun. Let's go, let's go. And it just shoved all of this stuff my way. And it was very recent that I realized, okay, now this year, my 44th year, it's time to really start listening to my body that I spent a whole year tapping into and listen and learn to respond and then act with things that are in alignment with me, which is still a thing that I'm working on every day. But right there at the beginning, as Jupiter was coming in as my time Lord, it felt very intense. And I I kind of was thrown off my game. And so I ended up manifesting all these really cool and fun opportunities and like, not necessarily things that I would technically want to manifest for myself. It was mostly opportunities for my kids. You know, if you have kids, they kind of rule your time in a little bit, right? Especially when they're at that school age where they need to be driven around everywhere. And so that was what was happening with me. Uh, We started getting invitations for play dates and opportunities to have classes and lots of just really cool things that were popping up that I was gone like all the time. And finally my body like stopped me and shut down and i got sick for a week and it was like no we're not doing this we're not doing everything you can't take every opportunity so i had to step back and say okay jupiter what are we going to what are we going to work on this year so that that is my goal this year is to allow myself to open up to any kind of expansion and then kind of let it come in and take it in my sacral center and say, is this right for me right now? Or is this not right for me right now? Yes, I'm going to do this. No, I'm going to have to pass on that at this moment and hope that it comes around again sometime in the future, which is a, you know, as someone with a triple split definition too, I have a lot of FOMO. So that kind of hurts my heart a little bit, but it's all for the best. And I understand that. So it's all good. Jupiter is going to also help me with, uh, I think, I want to say like reprogramming any more beliefs that I have. So any any belief that you have is a limiting belief, right? So I am going to be working on reprogramming or shifting my perspective even more than I did last year. And I think that's just something that we have to do all the time anyway. But I think Jupiter this year is going to be a really good buddy. He's going to be my buddy planet to help me with that. Now, this year Jupiter is also in my ninth house. In ninth, the ninth house is kind of about long journeys, uh, knowledge, higher education, knowledge in the sense of like advanced degrees or spiritual knowledge or emotional knowledge or anything like that. And so this year I really want to also pay attention to any lessons that I might be attracting. And I mean, we're we're right here at the beginning of November, and I've already I've already learned a lot of lessons in this very short month of October about, you know, what is to come ahead, which is awesome. Thanks, thanks Jupiter. You're a total pal for that, and I do appreciate that because I'm here to learn the lessons. And then the ninth house is also about um, traveling. And um, it kind of feels like this like wanderlust kind of energy. So, you know, exploring new places and exploring uh, new countries, exploring new perspectives, exploring new ideas or anything, anything new. So I'm very excited about that because I love learning and I have a very curious mind. So I think this is going to be a super fun year for that. And mm, let's see. Oh, I also read online that the Ninth House is often about um, writing or writing endeavors. And I've really, I didn't even, I didn't even realize this, but I had started writing again. Um, I started writing several different genres because I can't just choose one because there's just too many things to do. See, thanks Jupiter. I can't really focus all the time. But I also like the variety, so it's okay. But I have started um, a couple new books. (laughs) I have written several short stories. One of them, um, I just posted it's a Universal Law short story. It's on Amazon. It is called Armadillos and a Necklace. (laughs) And it is my first in a series of Universal Law short stories. They're just fun little fictions. And then I have like some energetic connections in there that I'm going to talk about. So I'll pull each one of them back to the Universal Law. And then I have a couple of other interesting books um, that I have been thinking about and have been on the back burner for a while. And then I decided to you know, do as one does. And I just started writing a couple other short stories because I feel like very short story spurt right now. And it's been very fun. So Ninth House is writing. I Thanks to Saturn and all I learned from him, I have started a nice writing streak on my calendar. And I'm hoping to, you know, get more of that and kind of explore more perspectives and ideas and patterns that way through my writing. And so I think that having Jupiter as my planet buddy this year is going to be very helpful for that as well. And I think that is all I have to say about time lords and planets. And if this is something that's interesting to you, again, please go check out my website in the show notes to find this YouTube video. I'll link it. It was very nice, but I think this is a really great way, especially if you are somewhat new to astrology and maybe you have or have not had your natal chart read. I think you'll have to run your chart just to even know where to start with her diagram or it's like a wheel type thing but i think that this is a really great way if you're like i really like astrology but there's just too much going on i I get you i really do there's a lot there's a lot of energy out around us floating around that we have this opportunity to tap into or flow with or you know let pass us by and it's hard to know where to start and and if you're like me, you'll want to dive deep and you want to just focus on one thing at a time so you can kind of get the flavor of it and see if it's it's for you. And if it is awesome, then you, can, you have a starting point to dive in some more. And if it's not, then, you know, just toss that aside and move on with your life. It's not really that deep. But I just thought I'd share this today because it's been on my mind a lot and I think that it might help someone out there if you're, kind of wanting to learn about astrology, but not really ready to, you know, dive in and have your transits read every week or month or year, or you don't really want to learn all the intricacies of the system because it is a very complex and beautiful system, but it can also be extremely overwhelming and can just really make your brain spin a little bit. So Time Lords, super fun. And that is all I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for joining me and I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode. All show notes can be found at com. That's k r i s t y s t u r d-i-v-a-n-t.com you can find me on instagram at universal dot christy sturdivant and on facebook at universal laws with christy sturdivant until next time flow with the energy don't fight it